Hey, this is us and that's you. This is 633 Wake Up and we are in our season three of Because I Said So. We are still in Romans 12 and we're digging into this verse by verse, topic by topic, as Sharon and I gather around our table talk like our old days and we welcome you to join in with us. So here we are. Welcome, Sharon. How are you today, everybody? Um, I'm really looking forward to today's episode um, because I really feel that this speaks into um, what I do as a coach, and that is helping people find out how God made them to be different and to work in their own strengths and giftings. So I'm looking forward to this one. And I am not saying nothing yet. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Because, you know, some of you out there might not believe that we don't really prepare for this. (laughs) We just wing it. And some of you out there might say, oh, my gosh, we can really tell you are unprofessional. You just wing it. Yes. And... Either okay. way, either side of that coin, we're okay with that because we just are here in unity of our beliefs and of serving that head that we talked about last week. We are different parts of the body, Sharon and I, and you, our listeners. And so we are just trusting God as we go forth with this episode by episode. Also, we spoke a couple weeks ago about how Kimberly and I used to get together um, with our Bibles and just look into it and talk about it and share our thoughts and learn from each other. And, um, and we decided with these episodes that that's what we want to include you in. And so um, it's not about preparation. It's about um, what comes to us in the moment and learning from each other, and hopefully our our iron sharpening and I iron that's hard to say. Our iron sharpening iron together will sharpen your iron as well. Amen. So let's do this, Sharon. We like you to start with that New King James version. We're looking at Romans twelve verses six through eight. Okay, so Paul says. Having then gifts differing differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. Or ministry, let us use it in our ministering. He who teaches in teaching. He He who exhorts in exhortation. He who gives with liberality. He who leads with diligence. He who shows mercy with cheerfulness. So in other words, I feel like that saying, whatever your thing is, do it with excellence. That's right. Right? Do your thing, not trying to be doing somebody else's thing. Find your thing. Make sure you're doing it um, according to the proportion of your faith. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. the message version. Of course, is very different. Is is different. (laughs) A little more expounding on the whole concept um, and a little longer. So here we go. 
So since we find ourselves fashioned into all these excellently formed and marvelously functioned parts in Christ's body, let's just go ahead and be what we were made to be without enviously or pridefully comparing ourselves with each other or trying to be something we aren't. If you preach, just preach God's message, nothing else. If you help, just help. Don't take over. If you teach, stick to your teaching. If you give encouraging guidance, be careful that you don't get bossy. If you're put in charge, don't manipulate. If you're called to give aid to people in distress, keep your eyes open and be quick to respond. If you work with the disadvantaged, don't let yourself get irritated with them or depressed by them. Keep a smile on your face. What do you think of that, Sharon? I think it's, again, you know, it kind of unpacks what the New King James Version says. Um, and, of course, that's, that's what it's all about, right? Unpacking what it is we're saying. And um, I like uh, how it says, it kind of describes what you can fall into if this is your gift, right? Where when I read it from the King James, the New King James Version... Really, I feel like it's saying, um, if this is what you're called to do, do it this way. Do it well. Where the, the message kind of says, but do, make sure you don't go too fall far. into a trap or go too far. So it's kind of both is a nice balance, I think. Yes. You know, and I think so many times, um, let's just start right from the beginning. What I want to point out is a lot of people... Um, don't even really know what it is that their gift is that God's given them. And, you know, I have heard people say, well, I don't have any gifts. Right? Or I recognize you, you're a teacher, Sharon. But, you know, I don't really have anything. You know? And that's not true. We're all given something. The problem is that throughout our lives, um, all the stuff gets dumped on top of it. And Satan really uh, works really hard to keep us from even acknowledging that we have a gift. And then also from discovering what that gift is. He destroys our confidence so that we can't use that gift to the way God wants us. According to our proportion of our faith, like the, the, the Bible says. And so a lot of what um, I find when I, when I have clients come to me about this, um, you're starting right from the very beginning, you know, um, to discover what it is their gift is. And it's really not that complicated, right? God creates each one of us um, with, with a certain level of skill or talent or ability that's been in our life since the beginning. Or love of something. Or love, yeah. Passion. And so it's something that you've always been drawn to, even if you weren't good at it. Like you, you know, Miss Talker. <laughs> I was <Right>? just thinking. <laughs> I was just thinking that, you know. Um, make, it makes me remember when, when you did your life coaching training and, you know, you, you took me along as part of the, the luggage 
to take me as your guinea pig for yep. the sessions of um, training. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was blessed to do that and experience that class. Um, but I can remember how the, the training teaches you to dig down to those things. You know, some of the questions that really impacted me as the guinea pig were um, things like, well, what did you like to play with as a child? Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, what, what did you do? What have, you all, what have people always said about you? That you were good at. Or... Right? Yeah. Or, uh, you know, and some of the things that I know about my childhood are, you know, probably since I could talk, people have been trying to tell me to be quiet. <laughs> and... Um, what was it your teacher said on your report card? I get a kick out of this. Grade two, written on my report card, Kim would do very well if she'd learned to shut her mouth. You know, teachers can't get away with that now. No, but back then they could. Back then they could. And but that I, had a major impact on you. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have, before I became born from above... And because of many of the things in my life. So you take this, this gift that I do believe that God instilled and designed within me to be passionate, to be bold, to be um, talking, to be preaching. You know, mm-hmm. even at the young age of two, if I had an opinion about something or I believe something as truth, I would be at a, as a two-year-old standing up to speak that and to justify that. And, um, but when the world and pain and crap happens and brings shame after shame and rejection after rejection, when that happens, you tend to either be rebellious and don't care how you say it or who you hurt in saying it, which I played that game. Mm -hmm. And then... When I became born from above and learned, God tamed and uh, formed me, transformed me a little bit. Softened the edges. Softened the edges. And I fell into deception and some things and stuff like that. Then I didn't want to talk at all. I just want to hide. I want to hide in my cave. But both of those things, like we talked about last week, are hurting. They're an impairment to the body. Right. And we are to be who we are to be. So I've made it very clear in this podcast that I have a visionary voice, I have prophetic giftings, and I naturally talk like I preach. I, I don't know. God yeah, designed all no of pretense. that. There's no pretense. It is what it is, people. I want to say one more thing, and then I am going to let Sharon pull this together how she sees it. For a long time in my life, when I saw what God has designed and gifted me to do because of my pain and insecurities, I didn't want to do it. And I can remember being at the back of a conference in a worship session, crying my heart out because I wanted God to remove everything that was me and I was begging him to remove everything that is me so that people only see you, Lord Jesus. And I'm telling you, listeners, 
as sure as I'm sitting in a chair right now, I know that I heard the voice of God say to me, that would be dumb. <laughs> kind of shook me for people a loop. Don't, people don't expect God to talk that way, Kim. Well, he does to me. Yeah, and, to me and I was, you know, I stopped crying. I stopped worshiping. I stopped praying. And I'm like, what was that God? I actually opened my eyes and looked around. And it isn't. I mean, it wasn't anybody near me. But then he said this, that would be like me telling a rock not to be a rock when that's what I've created it to be. He's created me to be something and he's created our listeners to be something. Correct. And it's very important that we know that and move in that direction. It's true. I think my passion in my heart is to see women freed from those things that keep them bound and unable to move in those giftings and those natural abilities and strengths that God put in them when he created them in the womb, right? I want to see people living that abundant life that Christ died for. I mean, Christ died, so we're not, we're not bound by Satan anymore, right? So if we give our life over to him, we live for him and by his word, right? Then we're not subject to Satan's chains on us. Yes. Really, that's what I'm seeing in my head. Like, I mean, when you think freedom, like you're bound by stuff, right? And... I saw this really good illustration, and I'm, I want to say it was in my Good News Bible. Uh, my Good News Bible has these little drawings all through it, little stick people. And um, there was a picture of a little man, and he had a ball and chain attached to his ankle, right? And he was crying. But the little shackle around his ankle was wide open. It was just sitting there. He could have walked away from that ball and chain at any point but he didn't realize. Right. Right. And that, I mean, that was many years ago, probably over 10 years ago. And it stuck with me because so often we live our lives in that bondage, in that stuck, stuckness, when we can easily walk away through the power of Christ. Amen. Right. So um, when we talk about gifts, we talk about these you know, having different gifts according to the grace that God gives us, right? That's the power God wants us to walk in, is that gift. Mm -hmm. And I want to say it, it's taken me a lot of years to get to where I can very comfortably say to anybody, my gifting is teaching, right? And I have strong empathy, and I um, have always been someone that people turn to when they need to talk or they need guidance. And I believe that coaching, when I got in, when I discovered the profession of coaching, I was like, are you kidding? There's actually a job that does what I've always done. Yeah. <laughs> right? And um, so I took the training to supplement those giftings that I already recognized, right? And that's what I want people to understand, that they, 
that is the path God actually wants you to follow. Mm-hmm. Whatever yours is. Whatever yours is. And, and what keeps people from doing that is that they believe lies that have been told to them throughout their life or spoken over them in their life. They believe they're trapped in the circumstances of their life. Mm-hmm. Right? And, or they believe that the, the giftings that they think they have aren't much good. You know, like, what can I do? Right. I'm a single mom. I got three screaming kids. I work, you know, long hours. I don't have any money. You know, I'm lucky if I even get to church. You know, what can I do for anybody? Right? But you're not stuck in that. Not spiritually. No. That shackle is wide open. We just have to see that. We have to recognize that and step out. I want to interrupt just for a moment along this picture and along what you're saying, because I think I knew that the shackle was open for many years of my life, but I was waiting for God to do something. I was waiting for, um, you know, something to happen, something to be a suddenly, something to... I don't know. Open the door. Open the door, ignite. And I can remember very clearly only in the last couple of years that I received a prophetic word. And it was along the lines of, yes, God has designed this. Yes, you're gifted for this. Yes, you're going to do this. Yes, you're going to go somewhere. But don't wait for it to fall on you like a dollop of whipped cream. Hmm. Those words have stuck in me in the last few years. All the other stuff I've been listening to for 30 years in prophetic words and people talking to me, complete strangers. I mean, that is the voice of God that has been surrounding me for 31 plus years. But that piece of the dollop of whipped cream, I'd never heard before. Right. And that I had to take steps to walk it out. The shackles open, but I had to step out. And faith, stepping out of the boat, stepping off a cliff, stepping, you know, whatever. Okay, God, I'm going to jump, but you better catch me. (laughs) Right? Right. And it doesn't even have to be that dramatic, jumping off a cliff. No. Right? It's taking a tiny step. Right? Like, I read a story one time, and I wish I could remember the whole story. But the moral of the story right, is God can give you a jar of peanut butter and a loaf of bread and a knife. Yes. And you can sit and look at those and starve. Yes. Because God doesn't make peanut butter sandwiches. If anybody knows that story, send me a link or something because I'd love to have that story back. Um, <clears throat> but it's stuck with me, mm-hmm. right? We have our part to do. Yes. Right? He can provide us with all the tools. The rest is up to us to walk out. And we can only do that in, in his strength. Mm-hmm. So we lean on him and we take a step. Mm-hmm. Right? Which, where's the step go? Sometimes we make mistakes when we step out. Oh, for sure. Right? God is grace. You know, his grace covers us. His, it, it says it's sufficient for us. Right? So if you step out in the wrong direction, you're going to know it's the wrong direction. Yes. Step back. Right? Go to God. Like your little wounds and step in a different direction. Right? But don't not step out. 
right? So this this person that I used as an example, this single mom with all the kids and, and stuff, I mean, maybe you're not going to go out and save the world right now. You bloom where you're planted. So what are you good at? You know, use that gift. Hone your gift on your children, on your next door neighbor, on your babysitter, on your coworkers. I right? heard I heard this expression that maybe you can't change the whole world, but maybe you can change somebody's world right. today. And and that again comes back to this portion of scripture and the body parts and how if we're not doing our part, it's a detriment to the body. And you know, sometimes a, a couple of things that come to my mind. One is sometimes we're just so caught up in that single mom and three kids scenario or the profession that has us working 50 plus hours a day or the teenagers who are into sports or, you know, the husband who doesn't want you to leave his side. I mean, there's all kinds of scenarios out there for all of our listeners. And sometimes we just don't know what our thing is. And that's okay. Because you begin to ask God that in your own time. And you can reach out to uh, Sharon as a life coach, um, to myself. You can email us, you know, you can connect with us. And, but that's not what we're really promoting. What we're promoting here is we want you, as our listener, to know that you have a thing. That's right. You have a thing and God wants you to do your thing. Be your part. And the other thing is that, um, I'm sorry, go ahead, Sharon, because I lost my second point. Okay. Um, I think that's the main point we want to make. If you're listening today, if you take nothing else away, we want you to take away that the Bible says, God says, Right? That's our thing. Because, because he God said says so. so. Right? He says he gave you a gift. Mm-hmm. He gave you a gift. Yep. Now you need to make the peanut butter sandwich. That's right. Right? You need to discover what that gift is. And if that means you go to every person you know and say, what am I good at? Yes. In your opinion, what am I good at? You know, people who have known you for a long time, people who have just known you just met you right what do you think my strengths are you know i i remember i remember another one of your questions or uh you know it could also have been my business coach was um what do you do that you love doing that you wish you could get paid for Mm. yes you know if you if you won uh, you know the lottery 50 million dollars what would you still be doing What do you love? Right? So those are some of the questions that coaching really helps to narrow down and pinpoint those things. But God, I mean, you look at the history of your own life individually, and and I think you will have glimpses. You'll have, oh, maybe. Oh, maybe. But here's the other point that I wanted to bring up. Because we do have an enemy. Yes. And he doesn't want you. To know your thing. And if he, if you are getting close to it, he wants to sidetrack you. Yes. And, you know, have you heard this acronym for the word busy? 
B is for being under Satan's yoke. So the enemy will do so many things to keep you busy. And a lot of these things, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, they're good. They are really good things, honey. He has you doing this good thing and helping this person and listening to that person. And he has you doing this and that and the other thing. But maybe you're not doing the thing. Yes. So we need to walk with the Holy Spirit so that we begin to walk in the flow and the path designed for you. Your best friend has a different path maybe. Your church is maybe moving in a direction that doesn't mean that you can't go and you can't help, but maybe it's not your thing. Don't get sidetracked. Um, really, really learn to walk in the spirit and recognize those nudges and the clarity. I've often said to people, peace is your plumb line. Amen to that. You know, if you are try- if you are doing something that's good, but you don't have peace with it, step back, check it out. It, you know, when you're making decisions, even of planning your day, you have to have peace. You also have to feel good about it. Yes. Right? Um, mm-hmm. Empowerment it comes from walking in what we're gifted in doing, right? Because when, when we walk in our gift, if we're using our gift, we're lining ourselves and our lives and, and what we're doing up with what God intends for us. And anytime we align ourselves with God, right, we walk in that power that God has, has designed for us, right? So if you want empowerment in your life, figure out what you're good at. And start to find ways to fit that into the situation or the circumstances that you're in right now. Yeah. An example of that? Do you know how many people I've talked to that have been asked to give their testimony or to speak or whatever? And they're sick to their stomach. They don't like getting up there and talking from the front. No. Here's an example. When I get up and talk from the front, first of all, I... I, always fight the thoughts that happen from rejection and shame and judgment. Like I have to go through this mental battle. But when I stand behind a microphone or when I stand at a pulpit, I feel like I am freaking flying. (laughs) I love it. I feel like this is what I was created to do. Right. And so there is a a hint of what, uh, you know, what happens when I talk. I'm always amazed when God falls out of my mouth. Right. And you have discovered that that's your gift. Yeah. And you feel power. Yes. Really? And I mean, so many women feel powerless. Yes. Right. So this is a way that you can empower yourself by lining yourself up with God. That's right. And that's really what he wants you to be doing. So it's a win-win. It's a win-win, right? And glory to his name. So, listeners, that's our episode for today. This is our challenge to you. Get along with God and find out what's your thing.
-hmm. And then be you and only you. Don't compare yourself to others. Don't be envious of what somebody else is doing. Don't hide your gift. It is not just for you. It's for the body. So we encourage you to check that out. Find it. And we bless you for being here. And until next time, be blessed and And be be a a blessing. blessing.